afternoon, everyone. We are back today with a new webinar. Uh, we are heading into a peak season unlike any other. A peak during a pandemic is sure to bring an interesting set of challenges um, to you and your team. So today we brought in our expert, Luann Allen, with over 25 years in Final Mile. She's worked with shippers, 3PLs, freight forwarders, helping them expand and grow their networks and knows a lot about this topic. Um, I hope you enjoy. Luann, I'm going to hand it over to you. Thanks, Emily. And thanks, everyone, for joining us today. Uh, as Emily said, we're in a situation like no other. I think we've all gotten a little tired of hearing the word unprecedented, but there's not much of a better way to describe what we're in in 2020. This time of year in August and early September is usually the point in time where a retailer or a 3PL is kind of catching your breath a little bit, getting ready for what you know will be a busy season when it comes to peak. But as we've already seen, uh, this year's not like the others. Uh, we've seen changes in how deliveries need to be made. We've seen extreme changes in consumer behavior. And as a result, we, we need to be prepared that peak is gonna be different as well. So let's talk a little bit about what that means. Um, first, let's think about a traditional peak season. Um, and our our statistics here on the slides are going to talk a little bit about what we've seen in years past, but we pretty much have seen played out in multiple years that about 50% of the revenue for retailers is generated between Halloween and Christmas. Over the last five years, we've seen substantial growth in online shopping and consumer behavior and expectations toward online shopping has changed pretty drastically. And for a normal situation, you're going to see 25 to 31 days of shopping and delivery time between the Thanksgiving Good Friday start of the season and Christmas Day. So what does that look like for this year? Well, when we start to think about the peak season in 2020, Radial has published a series of statistics that they've gathered after surveying over a thousand customers in the month of June this year. And these statistics are a little daunting. A 66% increase in online shopping has occurred because of store closures and consumer fears. We've seen consumers no longer willing to walk into a store to look at and put their hands on product that maybe somebody else has touched. We see store retailers who have been pillars of the retail community for centuries almost that are now coming to a point where stores are being closed. They're looking at more of a direct-to-consumer model. We've seen lots of uh, Chapter 11 bankruptcy reorganizations in the retail market. And the idea of running out to the mall to do your Christmas shopping, that's probably not going to happen this year. We, In this study, Radial talks about 60% less in-store shopping can occur during this holiday season. And this year in 2020, we have a 27-day delivery window between Black Friday and Christmas Eve when 30% of the shopping is going to take place. So the season's gonna look a little different. We know that going in. And I think the statistics on this slide are very, very telling. Uh, recently in an article by Carla Schwartz on Salesforce, salesforce.com, they gave two statistics that were very surprising. 
700 million deliveries, that's 5% of the total holiday deliveries expected in 2020, will go undelivered because of capacity shortages in the transportation industry, not having enough vehicles or enough drivers to get the packages where they're supposed to be by the promised delivery date. 5% of holiday deliveries, 700 million packages. That's a huge number of issues that are going to have to be dealt with. And then we look at what's already occurred in terms of large national carriers such as UPS and FedEx that are adding peak and pandemic related delivery surcharges of over $4.5 billion have already been assessed. Those two numbers are kind of staggering when you think about it, but as a retailer, you need to be thinking about and preparing for these types of situations. Undelivered packages, not happy customers. Extra surcharges added to your delivery costs, uh, not happy operations and bottom line numbers there. So those are things that we need to be very cognizant of as we're preparing for this peak season. So there's four areas that we'd like to suggest that you need to think about when preparing for peak this year. There are changes that need to take place in your operations about how deliveries are supposed to be done these days. Consumer expectations have shifted. Expectations about deliveries are different now. You need to be taking that into consideration. When you think about that number of a 5% capacity shortage, does your network, how you're going to get your packages to your consumers, are you prepared to handle that? Do you have plans to secure extra capacity? Because you definitely need to think about it now so that you're not sitting there on December 1st Googling carriers in a particular market because you don't already have those established relationships. Item number three is another big point to consider, and that's the idea of the customer experience. 31% of customers surveyed would, said they would not come back to a retailer after a bad holiday shopping experience. They've gone online, they've picked that product from your website, and it doesn't get where it's supposed to be, or it has to be returned, or it didn't get there by a certain date. Well, 31% of those customers are going to walk away from you, and that's not something your business can afford to handle. Then we look at the idea of maintaining those margins. If we're making sure that the delivery is happening when it needs to in order to keep your customers happy, is it going to kill your bottom line to pay the prices that are going to be out there in the marketplace? So that's another key thing that you need to be thinking about. So operations for deliveries, the whole concept of making a final mile direct-to-consumer delivery is different now. Because of the pandemic, some technology components are becoming even more important because a consumer doesn't want to touch the package. They don't want to have a face-to-face -face interaction with a delivery driver. They don't want to have to sign a manifest or sign a driver's handheld device to show that they've received the product. Maybe the only way you're going to know that a consumer has the product is the picture that the driver takes showing that he left it on your consumer's front porch. They're not going to be willing to deal with a delivery receipt. So how do you go about preparing your carriers for that? Well, if it is an inside delivery, let's say they're delivering a piece of furniture or an appliance, the carrier is still going to be expected to bring that item into the consumer's home. So what does that carrier and driver need to be prepared for? Well, 
probably going to want to make sure they're masked, may want to have them wearing gloves, may want them to leave the product in a different place maybe than it was originally expected. Or if you're doing appliance deliveries and you've got a new refrigerator to install, they're still going to expect that. What needs to change for the carrier in order to make sure that customer is still happy? Then we start thinking about the idea of finding the right kind of seasonal staff. And while technology is going to do a lot to keep that from just throwing people at the problem, I think you also need to consider that maybe some additional seasonal staff should be brought on to help with the number of package information requests that may not come through your website for the customers that do pick up the phone and call your 800 number to find out what's going on. But there's also another key thing to keep in mind here. An additional seasonal staff worker or two may help you monitor exceptions. Maybe your line haul truck going out got delayed for six hours a particular day due to weather or some other situation. If you have an additional person helping you monitor exceptions during this season, you can be on the phone with the final consumers or getting texts or email messages out to them that their delivery is going to be delayed. And I'd like to suggest a couple of options here for you to think about. When it comes to seasonal staff, the pandemic situation has given some extra opportunities for other people that you might not have considered working with or hiring during the season. Many of the colleges and universities are doing online options where instead of all their students being on campus, they're still living at home and maybe they're looking for a part-time job to be able to help with some sort of this, these deliveries. Maybe there's cases where there's displaced workers. Um, I know with a lot of our healthcare facilities being focused only on COVID-19 patients, they have staff that they have furloughed maybe in their administration or in their clerical staff who normally would be working in elective surgery centers and those sorts of things. And they're gonna be looking for a way to earn some money through the holidays. So there's great opportunity there for you to pick up some, some good talent, some good people to help you with your customer service side of things, in addition to what you're already doing with your technology. The key now is to think about all this now and be prepared for it when it happens. So as part of the process of deliveries during the peak season, there's some capacity considerations. We know volume's going to be higher. We don't know how much, but now is the time to start talking to your carriers. If you're a retailer that's making use of a national provider such as USPS, UPS, or FedEx, calling them and asking them about their capacity may not get very far. If you are a high volume retailer providing lots of packages to those carriers, they may be willing to talk to you. But there are some other opportunities here to make use of other networks of carriers. We've seen over the years working with eTrack that there are lots of great carriers across the country, some with regional footprints, some with local footprints, and some of these carriers will do an amazing job and give a great customer experience for your deliveries. If you need additional capacity and you're working with these carriers, I'd say now's the time to pick up the phone and call them and ask what their plans are for peak season. Um, for many of them, they already have resources in mind or in place to secure additional 
uh, trucks to secure additional staff, and they'll be happy to share those with you. And if you're in a situation where a carrier is very upfront and says, look, this is what we can manage, but if you double your volume, I can't handle that, then now is the time to see where those gaps are and see that they're filled before we get into peak season. As I said, the last thing you wanna do is be sitting there in December, Googling a particular city and looking for final mile carriers online without any type of introduction, any type of vetting. You don't wanna be in that position. Now's the time to start looking for additional capacity. So having a secondary partner or even a tertiary partner in a market can help you be prepared and help handle those situations and get that high volume of deliveries out and into the customer's hands at the right time. But keep in mind something, all these consumer expectations are different these days. They wanna know where their product is at all times. So that's important that these new carriers have the technical ability to get the information to you. There's no time when a customer goes to your website to see where their product is for someone in your customer service staff to pick up the phone and call and find out where it is. The key is have the technology and operational processes in place now that allow those carriers to meet your and your customers' needs. The customer experience, it's all important for retail. And in years past, it's been all about what does your customer feel when they walk into your store? But we know those storefronts, those big mall stores are becoming a thing of the past in a lot of cases. How do you ensure that the customer still gets that super customer experience from you from placing an order online? They want to know that when they go to your website and they look at a product that they're thinking of purchasing, they want to know that you have it in stock. They want to know that what's showing on the screen is accurate and that when they finish that order and place it, they're not going to get the email of, oops, sorry, this product will be available on January 17th. It doesn't work. Customers don't like it and they'll go somewhere else if that happens. But you've got to provide that same real-time information on delivery progress and arrivals and it's got to be accessible virtually and through your customer service staff. Most of us these days when we place an order for a product and we're trying to track it, we don't really want to talk to somebody. I just want to be able to go to my phone, my laptop, my tablet, and see where that product is and know that it's going to get there when I expect it to. The timeliness of those deliveries. You better give your customers options, and most retail websites are going to give the customer an option of how quickly do you want it, and here are the costs involved with each of those. All of these situations need to be visible on the website, and there needs to be a confidence for you that you're going to be able to deliver what you're promising to the customer. So your carriers have got to be on board with you about that. If you offer a two-day, a five-day, or a seven-day delivery and the costs that go along with those, you need to be sure that you have confidence in your carriers that they're going to be able to get the product where it needs to go. 29% of consumers that go to a website and place an order expect a specific promised delivery date when purchasing online. And honestly, I would have thought that number would have been a little higher. Uh, but you need to keep in mind that if you're promising it on your website, you better be able to have the carriers that can deliver it because late deliveries increase the likelihood of returns. 
returns are an unhappy customer and returns increase your cost. So you want to be sure you do whatever you can to avoid that from happening. When you're thinking about maintaining your margins through the season, your transportation costs are gonna be a key part of that. It is a great idea to look at a network of regional and local carriers that can usually provide reduced delivery costs over the national carriers. They're also gonna be more willing to work with you to uh, work through what you're trying to provide to your customer as opposed to the big guys. Uh, you want to be aware that they're gonna provide you very visible costs and they're gonna keep you informed on where there are situations that there are things not working. Here's what I mean by that. Maybe you have a line haul truck that's going to a regional carrier and it's supposed to arrive by noon every day, but you've got first deliveries on that route that are due at 1230. Well, if the truck's not getting to the carrier till noon, going to be very difficult to sort and segment the stops for that route to get that first stop done at 1230 every day. So a regional carrier, a local carrier is going to come back to you and say, hey, that 12 o'clock arrival time on that line haul's not working. Let's bump it back to 11 or let's drop that first delivery of the day past 1230 to a little later in the afternoon. They're going to be willing to work with you because they want you to succeed and they want to provide great service to you. They're also gonna be upfront about additional expenses and how to better track returns and damaged goods. Not to mention, they're more likely to have flexible capacity when you need it to ensure that the deliveries are getting there and making changes and adjustments when needed and keeping you informed of when that, those situations happen. So when it comes to preparing for peak season this year, now's the time. It's time to think about all of these items and begin to get your plan in shape ready for the year because like it or not, peak's coming and we'll be in that season before you know it. All right, thank you so much, Luann. You provided a wonderful amount of information. Um, we are opening the floor for questions. It looks like we've already had a few come through. Um, let's see, the first one is after peak season. What does capacity look like? Or do we need to prepare for, I guess that's return season, when everybody takes back those Christmas gifts they didn't want, right? Um, so what does it look like after return season this year? I think returns will be fine this year. Um, I think the concept that the peak season for transportation providers ends on December 25th is kind of a misnomer. I think what you're going to see is on into the middle of January, maybe even the end of the month of January, you're still going to have a higher than normal volume of packages, but probably there will be a good many returns coming back. If we're short in capacity, getting the deliveries out, I think we'll be fine coming back in January on the returns. But of course, we're going to do our best to make sure that you don't have delivery failures that cause those returns as it moves into the January timeframe. Perfect. Um, now, the, the experts say that the economy is on trending downward, so are you expecting the peak season to be as heavy considering the, where the economy is at right now? I, I still think peak is going to be a higher volume, uh, and I also think because of the extended time frame of the pandemic and people still being very careful, a number of, uh, the, a, percent, a good percentage of the population has gone back to work in some form or another but it's a little bit different. You may still be going to work every day in an office or on 
uh, at a facility, manufacturing, whatever the case may be, but you're probably still limiting the amount of time you're out and about. So I don't think we're going to see a huge decline in peak season volume compared to what happened last year. I still think it's gonna grow and probably be larger than it was last season. So I think it's still a good idea to be prepared. Many of the consumer studies uh, that we looked at in preparation for this webinar still expect peak to grow past last year. And most people are still planning to spend about the same amount of money on the holidays as they did last year. I don't think we're going to see a drop, and we certainly have to prepare for it to be that way. Um, let's see. Oh, I believe you touched on this briefly. How many carry carriers do you recommend having in every market? I think it's a smart idea not to put all your eggs in one basket. You're going to find a lot of really talented regional and local carriers who are available in markets, and they'll provide a wide variety of services. I would say in the larger markets, the larger metro areas, you want at least two that you are familiar with, that you're comfortable with, that maybe you've contracted rates with. But in a high volume season like this, you may even want to consider having a third carrier, a tertiary carrier available where you've met them, where you've talked to them, uh, you have an idea of what their focus is and that they're ready to come on if you need them. And I think the carriers will be receptive to to helping you with additional business should it be needed. Well, Luann, thank you so much for your time today. I know everybody learned a lot, including myself. Um, and if at very minimum, you've learned that you need to start shopping now before uh, all these carriers get maxed out and your gifts get delayed, right? So, That's right. And thank you for your time today. Um, if we'll still be answering questions over on our website. Um, you can fill out a contact form or a demo form, and we'll get back to you with answers as soon as possible. All right. Thank you so much, and have a happy holidays, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Final Mile podcast by eTrack. You can learn more about the Final Mile and eTrack at eTrackFinalMile.com.